One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is Ian Webber, who early in 2019 became host of the Sunday afternoon slot between 6 and 8. We'll hear from Ian after his first choice, which is one of those tracks that needs no introduction at all. How do we find you, Ian? Are you well? I'm well. I'm very well, thank you. You're very welcome to Music Was My First Love. Tell us about your first choice, the full, unedited and uninterrupted version of Layla. That was the track that sort of started everything for me in terms of listening to, to, to rock music. It was uh, must have been round about the early 70s and I, uh, I could only have been 10 or 11, something like that. But I went to high school and there was a couple of guys in high school who had older brothers and they were suddenly talking about people like Led Zeppelin and people like that. And I didn't know anything about any of this sort of stuff. But I like music because my dad is heavily into music. He does a show here. He's done one of these shows. So I love music. And then I actually went home and I was listening to Johnny Walker. And the riff stuck with me mm. for all those years. And did you play years. the full? As we no, just did. he only played the single, yeah. uh, the single sort of first three minutes. But it, uh, it's the one that uh, just sticks in my mind. It's the one that turned me into rock music, basically. You've been with Radio Glamorgan since 2017. Was your dad, John, the influence or the spark behind you wanting to get involved? He's been on to me for a long time. He's... As I said, he's massively into jazz and easy listening. I've gone into, uh, first of all, the rock music and then into blues and various other types of music. And um, we've, we've always played music. He's always played music. And he always said, why don't I come along uh, and try? But I was busy doing other things. Mm. So my, my son coaching football and all this was, was going on. And just uh, a two, couple of years ago, I thought, OK, I'll give it a try. And it's been the best move I've made. It's great. I know it's how you feel. Great fun. Your second choice, Ian, um, and it still feels odd referring to him as the late, but he is the late and much missed Tom Petty. Tell me about Free Falling. Tom Petty is one of my uh, heroes. There's another one coming up later. He's one of the one of those guys that I started listening to in uh, in the late seventies, early eighties. Uh, I missed his first album. Just sort of seemed to bypass me um, but I picked up on, on Tom Petty in, in the 80s and this came from probably one of the albums that I still rate as probably one of the top five albums of all time this is from Full Moon Fever and the opening track I, I, I remember hearing this on the radio as well and I just thought that was just fantastic it just hit the mood just perfectly for that time um, and when you get to uh, you know I'm, I'm in the late 50s you see people that you you listened to now starting to pass away, especially with the blues artists. But the, I think Tom Petty's passing was the first that really made me go, oh, yeah. wow, you know, that really shocked me. And, and uh, he was uh, he was one of, uh, one just fantastic songwriter. It's one of about three or four people I, I will virtually have everything by. You know, I will go and I would, you could sing the telephone buckets, buckets of tea and I would go and buy it. I, I just go and get his stuff and I've got, rarities and, and all sorts of stuff. From what I've learned uh, when your dad was on music was my first love, because of his and your mum's love for music, you've obviously always had music at home growing up, but 
you developed your own tastes, Clapton, Petty and Springsteen, rather than Jolson, Sinatra and Kelly. Yeah, I think uh, my dad introduced me to the just the nature of music and the Sinatra stuff, and he also listened to Count Basie and Benny Goodman, the big band stuff. And, you know, as you do when you're kids, you'll sit there and you'll listen to it with your dad. And I thought, I loved, I just loved the sound. It's interesting, my brother, who lives in the, in the States, is also a massive, massive music fan, classical and opera. Oh, really? Completely different. So we've all gone three different ways. Yeah. You know. Now then, this is one of my go-to songs when I need a bit of positive thinking. Tell us about your next choice, which is Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run. Along with Tom Petty, are probably the two guys that I just admire the most. Been lucky enough to see Springsteen three or four times, and he's been tremendous every time I've seen him. I don't know anyone who's only seen him once. Yeah, no, you have to go back and see him. And I, and I missed him on his last tour, but I know he'll be torn again. No, Springsteen is somebody that, uh, again, I listen to pretty much everything he puts out. I've got pretty much everything he puts out. He covers so much ground mm. from tracks like this to more of uh, the country Americana sound. But um, it's just the way he connects with people with his, with his lyrics. And interestingly enough, I've chosen this track that you're going to play because it is just the track that just gets everybody up off their seats. And like you, when uh, I just love the sound every time I play it. Mm. But it wasn't the track that actually got me into Springsteen. The track that got me into Springsteen came off the album after this one, Darkness on the Edge of Town, and the title track of that album, which is a much darker sort yeah. of the sound but this track is probably as i said i think it's probably the best rock song ever recorded to be perfectly honest <laughs> Tell me about your Sunday afternoon show and what listeners expect or can expect to hear. The show goes out uh, between 6 and 8 o'clock on a, on a Sunday afternoon and um, I try to do something a little different on uh, on the Sunday evening. The first hour of the show is, is um, usually... I try to get a theme going and, and pick music from a number of different sources um, and also look at some uh, rock musicians' birthdays. But the second hour um, is probably my favourite hour because I love just putting putting it together. It's an hour of blues and it's an hour of uh, traditional sound in soul, blues and soul review. And it's uh, it's something that um, I've got a real passion for, which sort of came through in the... I think around about the mid 80s, I really started getting into the blues. I, I was into rock music with the likes of Led Zeppelin and, and the Stones. And then I started to track back and find out where some of those songs had actually come from. So I like to try and dig up some uh, some really new people who are around in the blues. So play a mix of uh, the old traditional blues, but also a lot of the modern blues, which gets criminally ignored there's not mm. many many places that actually play it um but there's a such a healthy blues scene in the uk there's some great people coming through there are and 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 that's the thing you people yeah 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 joanne shaw taylor and els bailey and people like that they're just great great singers but you look at their tour dates and they're all in small areas like yeah. around the it seems like Dorset seems to have a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic blues scene. <laughs> I know you're a fan of the blues because I'm a regular listener to your show. And for your next track, um, you've chosen blues guitarist and singer Albert King with a song uh, written by two greats, Booker T and William Bell. 
This is uh, Born Under a Bad Sign, uh, which is just uh, one of the tracks that really got me into the blues. Other King, one of the three kings of the blues with Freddie King and BB King. This one I just love because it's got that rich guitar sound, uh, but also a fantastic horn section coming in. I have a version of this song by B.B. Uh, King and Tracy Chapman, who we'll hear from later. But your next choice is from B.B. and Eric Clapton with a, a great song, No Matter Who Does It, and The Thrill Is Gone. The Thrill Is Gone, similar to Born Under A Bad Sign, is just one of those tracks that really got me into blues music. B.B. King, Freddie King, Albert King were three of the, the, the greats at the time. And then Robert Cray and Stevie Ray Vaughan in the, in the 80s sort of revitalised the whole genre. But this track just sticks with me because I've heard it so many times, so many different versions. But I, I love the Tracy Chapman version, but this one has just got two great guitarists just dueling it out with uh, Eric Clapton and B.B. King. The thrill is gone The thrill is gone away You're listening to another edition of Radio Glamorgan's Music Was My First Love with my fellow volunteer Ian Webber choosing 10 of his favourite tracks. Patty Smith there with Because of Night. That's, uh, that's another one of my choices. And I think I chose that because it was something different just when I was uh, growing up and listening to this sort of stuff. Again, it's from the mid-70s and I was listening to all sorts of different music, but the voice in the first part of that no, it was track just knocked me out. It was... Uh, I've never been a great Patti Smith fan of other stuff. Some tracks, yes. She actually does a fantastic version of, uh, uh, of one of her Prince's best songs when doves cry she does a great version. i've not heard that yeah it's worth checking out actually but it's a voice on that song i just absolutely loved it was different to what i was listening to and it wasn't until much later that i discovered that i was actually written by springsteen who gave her the 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 track and patty smith just played around with some of the words um so yeah absolutely great track but it was just different just a different sound was it daunting in any way taking over the time slot held for so long by John Wilson, just a pleasurable honour. It was an honour, but it was daunting. And also I felt you feel a little bit strange, maybe even a little bit guilty that you, you end up taking over the slot of somebody for this station yeah. who's such, such a, a friend and so revered. You know, I, I, And I was so fortunate to meet him because... Um, I travel a lot with work, so when I was trying to to learn the ropes and learn how to do this, I couldn't always attend the training sessions that were set up for me in the week. And John, just out of nowhere, said, come along, Sunday night, come along and join me. And within weeks, he had me sitting behind the desk just saying, OK, he gave up half of his show for me to, mm. to just do it. He was just a fantastic guy, a really, really nice guy. I Unfortunately, I didn't have the pleasure. No, and, uh, and 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 that's a that's a shame. But uh, it was just his natural, natural way with people. Hmm. You know, uh, the first volunteers meeting I went to, um, he made a point of coming over and talking to me. You know, he he would talk to everybody and involve everybody. But I never forget that. Just saying, come along on the Sunday, and yeah. I was expecting to come along and sit and watch. And in this, by the time the second show that I shared with him coming along, he said, "There you go." Sit there, <laughs> do it. I'll watch. You a U2 fan? Yes, big U2 fan. Tell me why you've chosen New Year's Day. 
this one goes back to uh, my university days. Came out in the early eighties. I was in Plymouth Uni at the time at Polytechnic, as it was in those days, mm. going all the, going way back to that time. And it just sticks in my mind because although they made a couple of albums previous to uh, the the album that this came from, this was just all over the radio, and we just adopted it as our as our song with a group of friends and a group of people I had. So I ended up getting drunk many times listening to this song. <laughs> and because of mayhem listening to this song and it just sticks in my mind as this is a song from that period of my life which was one of the best periods. Tell us quickly the story about when you first heard that song. We were in a pub in Plymouth as a bunch of uh, students just having a, a quiet drink. And it was a quiet drink for, on that particular occasion. Uh, and we were all standing around. And I know it was a lunchtime because I can vividly remember it was daylight outside. And this track came on the radio and it just stopped the conversation. That track just stopped the conversation. And that was the first time you heard it? That was the first time I'd heard it and one or two of the other boys had heard it. And from then on... Yeah, we all were all converted to two yeah. fans. I mean, there were one or two there saying, "Oh, yeah, I've got that other up." I never believed them. I never believed them. You know, but uh, that track stopped the conversation, and that's rare and that happens. Not many songs could do that. No. For those of you who don't know, who is uh, Newton Faulkner? Newton Faulkner is one of the most talented, for me, one of the most talented <laughs> singer-songwriters to emerge over the last sort of ten, fifteen years. He was doing the stuff that Ed Sheeran does before Ed Sheeran started doing it. Just one man on stage. I've seen him twice. Uh, he just is on stage with him, his guitar, a few foot pedals, I don't know what they call them, and a, a few other effects. But he just makes a fantastic sound with what he does. This particular track is the track that when I'm in a moment, when I'm with a family or when I'm abroad or when I'm doing something um that's really really good this track always comes into my mind it, the lyrics of this track just uh, is that stop right now will things get any better than this and that's what this track does to me he's just a really really talented singer songwriter and it's uh, really worth checking out no one move no one speak please don't say that it's just me your penultimate track, uh, Ian, on this edition of Music Was My First Love, is from Tracy Chapman and a track from her 1995 album of the same name, Give Me One Reason. She's not someone who's commercially constantly in the public eye, but she's played with some greats, in, including B.B. King. Again, I, I suppose it's the voice, but also it's something that sticks in my mind in the, uh, I think it was in the late 80s of Nelson Mandela tribute concert when she made her first appearance yeah in in Wembley I remember she came on because it was raining and some of the other bands couldn't play because uh, at that moment and they needed somebody to fill a gap and she just came on sat down and played and uh, again it's stuck in my memory but um, then she obviously with uh, the tracks from her first album Fast Car and uh, Baby Can I Hold You she may started to make a name for herself but she hasn't recorded an album for over about eight years now. I think her last album she made was around about 2010, 2011. Do you know why? I don't know. I really don't know. She's a very private person. Yeah, very, very private. And uh, But this particular track comes from the second album and it's a, it's a track that sort of edges into blues territory anyway. But I just love the lyric around this. This is just... And the, and the whole vibe of the track. Baby, I got your number 
she's very Clapton-esque, I think. Yeah, yeah, on that particular track, definitely. You've you've chosen some absolute legends among your selections, and your tenth and final choice is is not far off from there. Tell us about John Hyatt. John Hyatt is uh, one of these guys that's gone under the radar, unfortunately, for, for many years. He's a, a really great songwriter. He's along the same sort of age group as uh, Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp, that sort of age group, came around the same sort of time. Maybe a little bit more, in his early days, more countryfied than some of these other guys. But he's written tracks that have been recorded by the likes of um, Buddy Guy and Bonnie Raitt and uh, Jeff Healy and, and other people have made a lot of his tracks really really famous but he's made some he's constantly producing albums he must have made 15 20 albums there was an album called bring the family which nearly put it through into the mainstream great great album released about 1980 early 80s maybe mid 80s now so i think he went back to his day job of writing <laughs> um, but this particular track is probably the most one of the most personal tracks i suppose because uh, this track um i actually played on my wedding day this was one of the tracks we got married to myself and my wife Sharon it just says absolutely everything uh, about that day it's just perfect track you've thrown yourself into Radio Glamorgan yeah. haven't you uh, not just with your show but the bucket collections and any and all fan raising events and you get what it's all about don't you and you enjoy it it's really really good fun I think there's a couple of things really stand out is that um, Ian Edwards um, said to me when uh, I was first joined he said what's not to like he said yeah sitting in a room playing music talking about music and meeting some great people and I thought that really does sum it up does what Radio Glamorgan yeah. is all about. The volunteer aspect and just, you know, well, the first time I did a bucket collection, I have to say, I was a little bit thinking, oh, do I, do, I, do, I, do I need to do this? Do I want to do this? What this is going to be like? And we, I stood in Asda and a number of people came up and just wanted to talk to us and find out what this mm. was all about. And they were genuinely interested and people were really, really nice. And since then, I, I, when I'm around, I always try to, uh, to do things like that. And unfortunately, I travel a lot with work, but uh, it's, uh, it's another part of being a volunteer. It's not just all about the presenting, but there's so much other things, yeah. so much other stuff goes on. Thanks for coming in. Oh, I've really enjoyed it. Thanks for asking. When the road gets dark Let my love throw a spark. You've been listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteer Ian Webber has been choosing ten of his favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe, and join me again soon when another Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. Music of the future.